McGregor vs. Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. It's much like hockey. It's much like basketball. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. It's the McGregor vs. Poirier rubber match. Get in on all the action now. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. All throughout the week, that's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Monday, June 28th, and we are back after a very rare two days off. And you know if you've been a loyal fan and viewer of this show all season, days off are not in the vocabulary normally uh, for the Ice Guys. Uh, But we obviously took two days off with no NHL this past weekend. But we are back, we're fresh, we're re-energized, and we're ready for Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. It is here, uh, the Montreal Canadiens. And the Tampa Bay Lightning will get it going tonight at Amelie Arena for Game 1. Looking forward to it. We will break down the overall series on today's show. So we'll get some series thoughts, any series props that I like, Alex likes, as well as uh, Jimmy. Uh, we'll get some thoughts from all three on that, from that standpoint, just to the overall series perspective. And then we will look into Game 1 specifically tonight. Uh, between the Canadians and the Lightning. Uh, very, very, this has the potential, I think, to be a great series. Uh, as I was saying to uh, Alex before we started the show today, I was reminded just how much the coverage of these Stanley Cup finals in Canada, when there is a Canadian team in it again, just how crazy it can get. Like they've had multiple, like little, you know, little, these little nice little packages on, you know, Ben Sherratt has rise to the uh, ranks in Montreal. Uh, Tyler Toffoli, his Stanley Cup, just these little player profile pieces and just a million different, you know, stories and segments on the sports uh, show, Sports Center on TSN, uh, Sportsnet uh, Central on Rogers Sportsnet in this country, just focusing on this series. You got a million analysts breaking it down from every nth degree. You know, it's no, I, I'm starting to wonder, and I said this to Alex, you know, they're going to be sending a reporter in Tampa to uh, see if they can find out the sleeping pattern of Carey Price at this point, <laughs> just to really get every angle covered when it comes to the Stanley Cup final, just so everybody knows everything about every single player and so that nobody goes into this series wondering, oh, uh, what kind of information can we get about this player? No, you'll get everything now with what the coverage is uh, being provided right now, especially here in this country. Uh, they're just beyond amped, uh, the Canadian media, to be able to cover it, a Canadian team in the Stanley Cup final. 
once again. Again, a Canadian team hasn't won it since 1993. And hell, a Canadian team hasn't been in a Stanley Cup final for 10 years. I mean, 2011, the Vancouver Canucks is the last time uh, it happened. And if you had to ask, most Canadians and most media members will agree the team in Canada that generates the least amount of interest and excitement among the Canadian teams is probably the Vancouver Canucks. So <laughs> even 10 years ago, you know, it wasn't like everybody's just just going nuts with just anticipation, excitement, just trying to really dive into the series like they are here. Like this is Montreal. This is an iconic franchise, original six team. And you can tell the coverage of this series so far. It's gone above and beyond here. Uh, in the first uh, few days as we get ready for the uh, Stanley Cup final here north of the border. But should be a great series. We're looking forward to it. Uh, Alex um, he'll, is with me right now. Uh, Jimmy will be along momentarily as well. Alex, uh, welcome back. And uh, just some overall thoughts on what, where you're at, how you're feeling going into the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting series. Obviously, you've got two completely different style of teams uh, and, and two different, like I said, the coverage is, is is way beyond different, not just between U.S. and Canada, but just these two teams in general. Uh, obviously, Montreal is treated like the team of destiny, which makes sense. They're 11-2 and the last 13. No one expected them to really be here at this point, especially when they were down 3-1 against Toronto. But uh, they have played some of their best hockey that they played in, you know, arguably, you know, decades uh, to get to this point where, meanwhile, the defending Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay, find their ways to win. Like I said, they start off slow in series, but then they have those big offensive outputs. We saw it in game four of the Carolina series, game five of the Islander series. Uh, and so now they're here, you know, defending their title again uh, in the, in the final round, it's going to be a lot of fun, but you mentioned how everything's kind of wall to wall coverage in Canada, where meanwhile here in the U S unless you're in Florida, probably not hearing much about anything. And you look, can just tell by how the TV schedule goes NBC National is not showing a Stanley Cup final game until game three. They will have games three through, you know, three or four and five through seven if necessary. Games one and two will be on NBC Sports Network. Uh, at a time in the summer where, you know, most, you know, na national networks are showing throwaway shows, a bunch of game shows and different garbage to fill up the time. And for NBC to just say, hey, you know what, this is our last Stanley Cup final. We could care less. We're going to put you guys on the secondary network. Uh, it just shows you the difference. Uh, uh, how they're treating this series between Canada and in the U.S. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, bring on the ESPN and Turner era is what I say. I'm ready for it at this point. Uh, no question about that. We'll get into the series, and that's what we'll do. We'll start with overall series thoughts from me, from Alex, and from Jimmy, uh, and then we'll get into game one specifically. Before we do that, though, a couple programming announcements. Obviously, our days of doing shows seven days a week are over uh, for this season. Uh, because we're down to the Stanley Cup final now. So this week, the schedule will be, uh, after today, we're going to have Wednesday, uh, a show at 2 p.m. Eastern for Game 2. Our Game 3 show is going to be Thursday due to some scheduling conflicts. So Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern is going to be our Game 3 show, uh, which will be on Friday night, but we're going to do the show to preview that on Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And then next week, we'll be on every day of the game. So Monday, Wednesday uh, and Friday for game four, game five and game six. And another announcement we'll make is our next BetCast. It will be one week from today, uh, next Monday, July the 5th, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, which will be game four of the Stanley Cup final in Montreal between the Lightning and the Canadians. And obviously there will be a game four, so it would definitely be on the air with a game uh, and a bet cast that night. So uh, next Monday, uh, our next Ice Guys bet cast. Uh, it may be our only bet cast to the Stanley Cup final. We'll see how the uh, series progresses, but uh, we'll definitely have one next Monday for game four 
on June, uh, July 5th, I should say, a week from today, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Jimmy Murphy is with us now. Uh, Jimmy, before we get into the uh, series and game one, we'll do series first, then game one. Just overall thoughts on your level of excitement for this Stanley Cup final. I imagine it's right there with Alex and I. We're excited and uh, because it's got that feel of this underdog that is surpassed and uh, and hurdled over every uh, doubt that they've come across and every uh, opponent that they've faced, not given a chance against Toronto, uh, given more of a chance against Winnipeg, but not everybody was on board with Montreal beating Winnipeg. And then certainly a lot of people back to the, like they, it was against Toronto, not given them much of a chance against Vegas uh, in the semifinals. And yet here's Montreal. And now they're going up against this juggernaut, a team looking to repeat as Stanley cup champions. That's been the class of the NHL for the last two seasons, Tampa Bay, it's got storylines. It's got Sergachev, a former Hab, traded away to Tampa Bay. Uh, it's got, obviously, the Canadian versus American team dynamic. It's got the defense of Montreal and the potent four-line offensive depth of Tampa Bay. It's got all the storylines, Jimmy, I think you could want for it to be an intriguing Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I, I, I love this. I'm, I'm excited, guys. I've been looking forward to this. I had a lot of trouble uh, getting to sleep last night. I won't lie. And as you guys know, I have a, a hefty future that uh, bet that could be paid out here if the Canadians can pull this off. Um, but no, I, I just it's going to be a great series. I, I think it's minimum six games. Uh, I, I I feel maybe seven too. Who knows? But I, I really think that we're in for an exciting series. And I, I, the goalie duel is something that's just. When's the last time we had goalies this good going head to head in the Stanley Cup final? I think back to two thousand one. That's twenty years ago when Patrick Waugh and Martin Berdour went at it in the 2001 Stanley Cup final when Ray Bork finally got his Stanley Cup. So uh, that's going to be something. And obviously, you know, the under is going to be a big thing. I think we'll get into that. But it's just this is going to be a really tight series. A lot of adjustments are going to have to be made, I think, throughout game to game and within games. Coaching will be huge. And, you know, I, I think off the off the get-go here before we get into it, I think that might be the – to me, and people laugh at me, I think that's the only thing where – the lightning have a bigger edge, like a much bigger edge. They have edges in this series. If we're going to break down the series, but that to me is the clear, you know, black and white, uh, hot and cold, you know, difference is the coaching because John Cooper is an established coach. He's done a great job with them. And then we don't know how this is going to go for Luke Richardson there. So we'll see what happens. Hey, maybe they get Dominic Ducharme back in this series. You never know. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility. It's good to see that they might get Joel Armia uh, today, uh, he's on his way down to Tampa, according to the coaching staff. So we'll see what happens. But this is going to be a great series. Really excited for it. And I, I just really hope that people embrace it and uh, and watch it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's get into the series overall. We'll start there. We've got Tampa Bay minus uh, 290 right now is what we're looking at with the series price in a lot of spots. Almost minus 300. And you can get plus 240 to plus 250 in that range with Montreal uh, in this series. Now, I will say this. There has been an adjustment to reflect some level of respect for the Montreal Canadiens going into this series. When you consider that what was the series price for Montreal-Vegas, you know, Vegas was minus four, minus 550. That's what Vegas was in some spots, minus 550 in that semifinal series against uh, Montreal. I think it was around minus 475 uh, to minus 550. That's the range. So you are seeing uh, not as much of a, you know, Tampa's not as big of a favorite in this series as Vegas was against Montreal. And to be honest with you, I, I, part of me says Montreal is still getting uh, not enough respect, but part of me also says, how is Vegas laying such a bigger price against Montreal in a series than Tampa Bay? 
Tampa Bay is only the defending Stanley Cup champions. Tampa Bay has definitely proven more at postseason time the last couple of seasons than Vegas. I think there's definitely, when you look at this Tampa Bay team, a much greater threat, one line one through line four, with all 12 forwards than there is with the Vegas Golden Knights. The blue lines are comparable. I mean, you, I love the Vegas blue line, but Tampa Bay won't take a back seat to many teams in terms of their blue line with Victor Hedman playing the way he is and Ryan McDonough playing the way he is. And obviously David Savard's been a great addition from the Columbus Blue Jackets. Chernak has been rock solid. Jan Ruta has been really good. I mean, this is a good Tampa Bay blue line, really, uh, one through six. Uh, I think you could even say a little deeper because I think I like the depth defensemen like Chernak, like Ruda, like Luke Shen, you know, who stepped into the lineup and played well for the Lightning as well. Then I like the play of White Cloud and Holden, you know, some of those back end blue liners for uh, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in the last round uh, when Montreal faced the Golden Knights. Then, of course, you have Vasilevsky and Net, who's just uh, outstanding. He's been this season. And actually, if you look at his numbers historically against Montreal, uh, every bit as good as his season's been so far. He's been really, really good against Montreal in the past. So uh, it is definitely uh, a fascinating dynamic to me, guys, that yeah, they're still uh, obviously a big underdog, Montreal, but yet Tampa Bay, not even close to the favorite in this series against Montreal that Vegas was uh, in the last round. So that's why I think there's still been an adjustment made. People are seeing that, hey, let's, let's give some respect to Montreal uh, in this round. And, and to me, I, I'm still a stunned that when with Vegas out there at minus 550, that we're seeing Tampa Bay just such a lower, lesser favorite in this series. How much of that was proximity, though, Ian? To yeah. Just, you know, they're there. The guys making these calls, uh, determining the odds, most of them are in Vegas. And that's all they're hearing about is Vegas. So how much of that influenced how heavy they went on Vegas there? I, I don't know. That's just my theory, maybe. Because I don't, I don't think that, the you know, the main odds – a lot of these odds makers, I don't think they've paid enough attention to Montreal and really haven't respected them, really aren't adjusting. I agree with you. It's it's less than it has been, but I think a lot of that had to do with Vegas in Vegas, you know? Yeah. So th that's, that's the dilemma I have. Like, I think if I didn't have a Montreal futures ticket in my pocket going into this, a uh, 22 <laughs> to one going into this series, I'd be interested in the Montreal price, but I have that futures ticket. Plus the fact that look, I thought that I thought the supreme value with Montreal was Vegas. And to be honest with you, I thought Montreal had a much better chance to beat Vegas than the chance I think they have of beating Tampa Bay. I think they could still beat Tampa Bay, but I think it's going to be a whole lot tougher, a whole lot tougher for the Montreal Canadiens to beat Tampa Bay. And I'm not getting as good of a series price this time around against a team that I think they're going to struggle with more I than they struggled yeah. with the Vegas Golden Knights. So that's why that's what I'm trying to that's the dilemma in my head with the series prices. So in terms of the series price, I think Tampa and seven is what I've got in, in this. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I got Montreal in the futures, but I'm trying to be unbiased. I'm trying to see this through, you know, a level-headed, unbiased mentality. I think there's some things that bother me for Montreal going into this series for a couple of issues. One is the four lines of, Vegas, of Tampa Bay. Look, not only did Vegas not get anything from the bottom six, the top six got shut down. Is Montreal really going to be able for Stamkos, Kucherov, Kalorn, Palat, when there's just so many different guys that can beat you on any given night, not to mention Coleman, Gord, and uh, Goudreau and guys on the, the third and the fourth line that can score and can beat you uh, for Tampa Bay. Can Montreal really go through a seven-game series again, just shutting down a team completely like they did against Vegas? I don't think so, number one. 
And number two, I think it's just more difficult to shut down Tampa and their four lines than it was Vegas's four lines with uh, in this series. So I think that's going to be a problem. Number two, and this is the biggest factor I worry about, the biggest in this entire series, and I think there's something to this. The Canadians have played their top four defensemen into the – they've worn them into the ice with minutes so far in these playoffs. Jeff Petrie, Joel Edmondson, Shea Weber, Ben Sherrod. It's at the point where Eric Gustafson and John Merrill, who are the five, six defensemen for Montreal, they barely see the ice. Like they're getting five to eight minutes, barely 10 in a lot of these games. And these played the played the absolute shit out of these four defensemen, these big four defensemen. That might start to show up in this series, especially when you've got a head on a swivel mentality because the Tampa Bay puck movement, player movement is so crisp, so strong. They rarely are stationary. They make you move side to side. They get you moving side to side a lot, Tampa Bay, with the way they come at you and attack you offensively. I think that could show up as this series goes on for Montreal. The wear and tear, the number of minutes, the number of games for this Montreal blue line. And, and with just such a tight four-man rotation on that blue line, you know, it worries me that if uh, – to me, Montreal, it could have – Gustafson and Merrill exposed a little bit in this series. And that's the problem, guys. Gustafson and Merrill are going to have to play a little bit. And you're going to have to put those guys out there against what's going to be, at all times, a very capable, dangerous line for Tampa Bay. You know, even if they're out there more against the third and the fourth line, the third and the fourth line for Tampa Bay could get some things done. We've seen their ability to score uh, that third and fourth line when you've got guys like Coleman and Maroon and guys like uh, Yanni Gord and Tyler Johnson. On those third and on that third and fourth line, guys like Barkley Goudreau and Ross Colton, you know these are guys that have offensive capabilities for Tampa Bay. And at some point, you're going to have to put your five six D men out on the ice. At some point, they're going to have to face somebody. So I worry about that here a little bit for Montreal going into this series. The goaltending, as Jimmy alluded to, it's going to be a hell of a battle. Carey Price, top of his game right now, outstanding playoffs. You can say the exact same thing about Vasilevsky. That game seven was a masterpiece from him. Uh, in terms of how he performed in that series. So I think it's going to be at least to start tonight, probably a little bit lower scoring, uh, but we'll get into game one specifically. But as far as the series goes, I'm going to go with Tampa and seven. That's going to be my series call. In terms of series prop bets that I'm on, I'm going to go with over five and a half at minus 150. The price has been adjusted, but it's still reasonable in my mind at minus 150, uh, over five and a half games. Uh, it's a bet that I cashed in both of the semifinals. I think Montreal is plenty good enough, you know, to compete in this series. And the reason why I do think they'll compete in this series, even if they don't win it, guys, what did you get offensively from the third line and the fourth line of the Islanders in the last round? Not much. Whereas you look at Montreal and what you're getting from their third and the and fourth line in this series, you've got Jesperi Kotkaniemi with um, – Paul Byron and Josh Anderson on the third line. That's a third line that can score some goals for me, I think. Kotkaniemi's found a way to score. Anderson can score. Byron's chipped in a few goals. Look at the fourth line. Eric Stahl, Corey Perry, and it'll be Armia if he plays tonight and in this series. And if not him, Jake Evans would slot in. And he's he had been playing pretty good the couple games before Shifley uh, ran his ass through the uh, – uh, ran his shoulder right through his head. Uh, essentially in game one of that series against Winnipeg and took him out. Uh, and that's a capable fourth line. You know, Stahl scored a few goals. Perry's chipped in offensively. I think you'll get more offense from your Montreal third line and your Montreal fourth line than the New York Islanders supplied 
against Tampa Bay uh, in the last round. I think that is something worth mentioning. So that's why I think they're going to compete in this series. They'll be right in it. I don't see I, – I don't buy into the Tampa and four, Tampa and five stuff. I know some people are saying that. I think Montreal's more than good enough to compete. I just don't know if they'll have that extra bit to get over the hump like they did against Vegas, you know, Winnipeg and Toronto in the first three rounds. So I like the over five and a half games, minus 150. And the other bet I'm going to make is the exact series games prop, which is seven, which is plus 230, plus 240 is what you're looking at with that. I'm going to take a shot with that again, the seven game series prop here in this one that uh, Tampa and seven will happen. So two bets, over five and a half games, minus 150, and exact series uh, exact number of games in the series, seven. And I don't have to worry about who wins. That's what I like about that bet. Just go seven games, I'll be happy. I'll take that as well at plus 230, plus 240 in that range. Alex, we'll start with you. Just overall series thoughts on the final. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the storyline here is definitely going to be the goaltending by far. Obviously, we got two world-class goalies. Andre Vasilevsky, who has been absolutely sensational the last two postseasons. You know, we talked about his mark of whether 13-0, off of a loss. Uh, also, the mark now where he's had four straight series going back to last year's cup final where the clinching game, he's posted a shutout. That's absolutely sensational. And like you said, you add in his numbers against Montreal. Uh, this is in uh, 14 starts, 11-1-2 with a 1.98 goals against, a 939 save percentage, and two shutouts. So he's dominated this team over the years. Remember back in uh, 2015, they swept Montreal four straight. But this is a different Habs club than uh, what we saw you know, four, five, six seasons ago. This is a team, they've got four balanced lines. They said they've got veteran leadership, not just uh, with Carey Price, but you mentioned, you know, Corey Perry uh, and Stahl, guys who are proven winners before. That Mixing those guys in with the young guys like Caulfield and Koskinami and so forth, they have a great balance that you've seen with a lot of championship teams over the years. Good mix of veterans and, and young players, solid goaltending. So this is going to be a fun series, honestly. Uh, I still think Tampa Bay just has a bit too much offensively uh, for Montreal in this series. Like I said, it could go back and forth, but just like we saw in the last two series of Tampa Bay, Carolina traded blows with them early, then all of a sudden the offense turned it up to 11, and next thing you know, we saw a 6-4 win for uh, the, the Bolts in game four. They go on and win with a shutout in game five. The last series against the Islanders was game five. Going back to Tampa Bay, they put on that 8 nothing this explosion of offense, and that carried their momentum. Even though that went to seven games, we still saw where – you know, the, the the edge had shifted back to Tampa uh, in those later portions. And that's something we see from championship teams. Think about what the Hawks and, and Pittsburgh and L.A. over the last years, you know, they win those series in five, six, seven games. So I don't see a sweep here at all by any means with Tampa. I like this series to go in six games. I think Tampa Bay will win it. So as far as series plays go, obviously not going to be laying 250 or $3 uh, with Tampa Bay to win it. So I'm attacking this from different areas. I like that prop that you have with the – how many games the series will go. I like six games. You can find that around plus 180 to plus 200. Uh, like I said, it doesn't matter who wins in that. So it's a bit of a, of a, a safety net with, you know, with either side wins. But I also liked Braden Point to win at plus 350 for the Consumite. You can find some better odds now because Vasilevsky has jumped out to be uh, the favorite uh, yeah. for Tampa Bay side to win the Consumite trophy. So if you do like Tampa, you can go, go with him. If you like the Habs, of course, I would suggest – playing the half side and also sprinkling on Carey Price because I mentioned it on another show I did. Even if this series goes seven games and it's back and forth and Tampa Bay finds a way to win, the way Carey Price has played, 
this could be one of those seasons where he still might win the contest yeah. for the effort he's put up. Like I said, it's kind of a popularity contest of sorts with that contest trophy. We see different players win it for different teams every year. Uh, they don't usually tend to, to repeat. Uh, if, if even if the team makes a back to back run of sorts, and you know, going back to John Sebastian Huguer 2003, said so there's been right. a, four other goalies over the years where they lost, but they had such a, a strong performance throughout the postseason, they were still able to win that consummate trophy. So, you could probably sprinkle a little bit on both sides with that. And also, there's one that we talked about in the chat, and I saw this earlier today. I've been talking about this prop for like two and a half, three years that there should be a prop on will there be a fight in a game or in a series. We finally have that now at some offshore shops. Uh, it's a half of a – basically a half a fight. Uh, at, we can go over at plus 300. So basically all you need is one fight in any of these games in the series. We could see that tonight, honestly, but especially when you look at how Tampa Bay played physically in that last series. We saw, you know, Luke Shin, uh, Yanni Gord, a couple of guys drop the gloves and, and, and scrap with the Islanders. I would not be shocked if this is a tight game and a physical game that we actually get. And it has to be a fighting major. For the record, you bet this two guys must get five minute fighting majors for this prop to cash. But I wouldn't be shocked to see that happen at some point in the series. And that's a great price at plus 300. So I'm rolling with that as well. And then, of course, uh, you can take a shot with Tampa Bay winning 4 2 in the series. You can find that around plus 285 to plus 300. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some truth to that. I like that fight uh, prop. I mean, I, 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 I didn't see that, but I'm glad that there's books out there that are offering that. So a, a plus 300, you said? Wow. Yeah, plus 300. That's a the bet online, one of them. And I think there's a couple more people mentioned in the chat. And for the Lightning, Luke Shen, Yanni Gord, um, Pat Maroon. Great spot every now and then. Mm -hmm. Pat Maroon, Blake Coleman's dropped the gloves every now and then. Gaudreau has as well. Like there's a multiple candidates and even Montreal, you know, uh, you look at some of their guys. Ben Chirot can drop the gloves. Edmondson can drop the gloves on the blue line. Anderson can do that for up front. Perry can do that up front uh, for the uh, Canadians as well. Yeah. Guys, I don't know if you recall. Remember last year? I mean, this is Corey Perry's playing these guys two years in a row in the Stanley Cup yep. final. And him yes. and Pat Maroon went at it pretty hard last year. If I was yep. going to bet away, if you could bet on who's going to go at it too, I would go with those two right there. They're going to do the dance. Cause don't he's trying. He's I saw Corey Perry talking about last year, and he's trying to, you know, downplay it and everything. And no, that stuff sticks in the back of your head. You remember that forever. You played in the Stanley right. Cup final and you lost, and they took him to six games. It wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a blowout series win. And look, a lot of yep. people are saying, hey, that that Dallas Stars team reminds us a lot of this team. You know, they had a goalie that got hot, but let's face it. I mean, Hudobin is not Carey Price. I mean, come on now. But, uh, you know, still, I, I think that stuff carries over. So that's something interesting to watch. I'm glad you brought that up, Alex. Yeah, good good prop. I like that one as well. If you can find it, I I, I definitely concur with that one, uh, plus 300 on that, uh, there to be a fight uh, in this uh, series, especially with the emotions of a Stanley Cup final. you got a team really wanting to – repeat you know be in the history books as a rare repeat stanley cup champion and obviously montreal uh, chomping at the bit to win a, a, a championship for uh that city for the first time in 28 years and for the country you know for the for canada for the first time in 20 years so lots of you know pent up emotions intensity you could see and it could lead to a uh, scrap or two potentially in this series so i think it's worth a shot at that price uh, that prop for there to be a fight uh, in this uh series and alex like in uh, tampa and six and he also likes, uh, you know, six games for exact number of games and the over five and a half. He'd lean in that direction as well uh, in terms of number of games. Uh, Jimmy, yeah, your thoughts here, series. 
Well, look, I'm going to come out and tell you right now. One thing I'm, I'm following off the get-go in game one, and I'm going to pay a close attention to it, is Kucherov. Because I've heard some things today that he's playing with broken ribs. And, you know, look, a lot of guys are hurt right and now. he's denying the the, it. Huh? And he's denying it. He's denying he's even injured. Yeah, well, he's full He's full of it. Was he going to come out and say, yeah, here's my ribs. Go target them. No, he's not going to tell you that. Right, but I'm right. telling you, he's playing. I think he's playing with broken ribs. I think it's true. And the people that told me this, I think it's true. That's something to keep an eye on. How is he taking hits? Watch him when he takes a hit. Does he go right to the bench? Does he get up slow? Keep an eye on that. And let's face it, the more it goes on, the Canadians know this. They're going to target him. Yeah, it sounds barbaric, but that's what teams do in the playoffs. You you target the guys with injuries. You do it as much as you can within the boundaries of the rules, and you target them and you pound them to oblivion and you wait till you hopefully knock them out of the series. That's a guy. So I mean, I remember growing up watching the you know the Boston Bruins and the Pittsburgh Penguins play back to back years in in a conference finals, and that first one in '91. I'm dating myself here. I know I'm an old man, but Al Samuelson. Remember what he did to Cam Neely? Yeah. You, you don't. He did. It, he took it over the line. He's got a scavenger he hunt for his, for his for his ribs and his body that whole series. Yeah, but then he went knee on knee. But I mean, he went right. he went over the line. But right. I, I've heard Pierre Maguire talk many times about how they circled Neely and Bork on the bulletin board in the dressing room every game and said, "Pound these guys, hurt them, hurt them as much as you can. Don't don't hurt them like you know cheap shot in their career like Samuelson basically did, but." Go after them, and they're going to do that. They're going to they're going to be out there, and both sides will do that. I'm sure that Tampa Bay Lightning are looking at the Canadians right now. They have some guys circled, so keep an eye on those guys. If you can go back, maybe you know before game time starts, and, and maybe track who was hurt during the playoffs, who's missed some games. That stuff starts to trickle in right now because it's at the end of the playoffs. Their bodies are worn out. They're on their last gas. So that's something to keep an eye on. I think you know if all of a sudden Kucherov's injury plays a factor in this series. I think that they're able to capitalize on it much more than the Islanders did. I just do, because I, I think the Canadians have a much more balanced lineup. They're going to come at you with more speed than the Islanders through the neutral zone. And I, I just think right now they have that momentum. And I, I think that, you know, people try to say, oh, it's all, it's, it's a playoffs of one game. It's each game and they're all their own games. I don't believe that for one second. Momentum matters. And these guys are riding a wave, and they're here right now. And so I look at it like the Canadians, when they get out there on that ice tonight for that national anthem, they're either going to, like I said the other day about Sean Thornton talking about playing at the Bell Center, they're either going to shit their pants or they're going to be so revved up and go through a wall. And I think it's going to be the latter. I love the Canadians in this series. I'm riding that wave right now. Canadians in six. They win it at the Bell Center. And the city of Montreal is up in flames, as we know it, by the uh, by the end of this series. Because <laughs> that is going to be one hell of a party if it happens. I like going with the six game thing as well. I think that's it definitely could go seven, but I'm going to do a prop on six games. And another thing I'm looking at right now, guys, as we go along, and I think I saw somebody in the chat room talk about, or maybe Andrew McGinnis, I guess, bet on it, is the shots that they hold Tampa Bay to. Can they minimize those shots? Can they block a lot of shots? I haven't, I don't have the stats in front of me. So I don't, I would imagine that the Islanders had more blocked shots than the Canadians have in the playoffs because that's just their MO. But watch the Canadians take a, a chapter out of their book there and really buckle down on the block shots there. So can they push them to the perimeter? That's the big thing right there. You can have all the offense in the world, guys, but how many times have we seen in a playoff series, especially in a Stanley Cup final, where the, the big offensive guns get shut down? It's really those plumbers and those pluggers, those those bottom six that get it done for you and win these series. I mean, how many do you really see how many times do we see a superstar 
score an overtime goal in the playoffs. It's always a third or fourth liner, right? Or it's always like a sixth defenseman or a guy off the bench coming in yep. for an injury. You know, it's always that way. So that's the stuff to look at. Maybe look at some of those props. Take a shot on those those grinders and those low, lower tier defensemen. I think that's a smart way to do it when you're, you're looking at goals right now because those are the guys that are going to step up because right now both teams are honed in on the stars on each team. So those it's there. It's the other guy's chance to come in and take advantage of that. They're going to be left open at times, and they can pop one in. So that's going to be interesting. But another thing, I'm riding. Like I said from the get go, I'm riding the under every game. I don't care if there's seven goals tonight. I'm still taking the under the next game because I just think overall the majority of the games. If we have six games, I see four out of four or five out of six going under. So I'm riding that under as long as we go here. All right, let's get into game one specifically now, which is tonight we've got uh, obviously uh, minus 200, minus 190 is what we're looking at with Tampa in game one. Uh, the total, as we mentioned, five across the board. Um, the way I'm approaching game one is I see a split in Tampa. I really do. I think it's going to be 1-1 going back to Montreal. So the, the, the theory for me is very easy. For tonight, I'm going to go half and half, Montreal first period, plus 150, Montreal full game money line plus 175 plus 180. Two bets, one in the first period, one in the full mm -hmm. game. Let's keep in mind, Montreal had a great first period after a long layoff as well, uh, following sweeping Winnipeg when they played game one against Vegas. They lost that game, but they had a very good start. They had a very good first period. They were very unlucky to not get rewarded for that good start. And Tampa Bay's had a history of slower starts, you know, in the Stanley Cup finals in game one. In the last round against the Islanders, you know, we know what the Islanders did in game one, went into Tampa Bay uh, and played a terrific game and got a big two to one road win uh, in that game and outplayed the Lightning in game one. And you're hearing quotes from Stamkos the other day saying, you know, sometimes we just need a game to get into the series here. And that was a quote that stuck out to me, like Montreal might be live here in game one because they have been pretty good in game ones. Remember, they beat Toronto as well. Uh, in game one of that series uh, in the uh, first round, uh, of course, swept Winnipeg, beat, uh, lost to Vegas game one last round. But I thought they had a great start, which is also why I'm on the first period, because I think that first 20 minutes, that adrenaline flow for Montreal of uh, being the team that's there, uh, trying to knock off the defending champs. And like Tampa Bay, uh, Stamkos has said, sometimes they need just that period or that game to get into a series. And after a seven-game grueling a battle with the New York Islanders, you could see that uh, a little bit tonight. So I like Montreal first period, plus 150, Montreal full game, take a shot with that, plus 175, plus 180. And if Tampa Bay wins tonight uh, and not Montreal, I'll probably just come back to those same two bets in game two. Because, again, if you're going to cash the first period and the full game in one of these two games, you're going to be profitable. If the split happens, as I believe it will, you bet Montreal first period full game, game one and game two, you will make profit. Uh, and that is my end goal uh, through these first two games. As far as the total goes, I'm not on the total, but I lean under. I think this is lower scoring tonight. And here's my totals approach in this series. When Tampa Bay wins the previous game, I look for under because I find they get conservative. You know, they, you know, they feel they, I think they get a little tighter with their defensive game after they're, uh, they win the previous game. If they lose the previous game, I find they try to strike quickly, get their offense going, push the attack, push the pace, and I'll cite the last round as an example of that. What do we see from Tampa Bay in game one against the Islanders? They lost two to one. What do we see the next game? They really amped the pace up, and game two went over the total. What do we see in game five for Tampa Bay after they lost game four? 
to the New York Islanders. Again, Tampa off a loss. What did we see in game five? Oh, yeah, they blitzed the Islanders 8-0, and they really pushed the attack early and often in that game, got on the scoreboard quickly. So I find Tampa off a win has correlated more to under in these playoffs. Tampa Bay off a loss has correlated more to over and a little bit more higher scoring. So that's going to be the approach for me in terms of totals. Tonight I lean under. Tampa wins tonight. Maybe you could go right back to the under in game two. But if Tampa loses tonight, I might go over the total in game two because we are seeing a pattern of Tampa Bay off a loss really pushing the attack, pushing the pace. Again, we'll also have to see if Armia's in. Uh, He's been cleared from COVID protocol. He tested negative. So he's on his way to Tampa Bay as we speak on a flight. Uh, You know, big old Jed Airline, or as Steve Miller Band would say. Uh, And he's going to try to get there uh, for just in time for game one tonight. And we'll see if he suits up, which would obviously be a great uh, boost for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. So nothing on the total. We're looking at Montreal first period full game. Uh, tonight a split as far as goal score props in terms of some of these guys that are depth guys Jimmy mentioned them go with a Yanni Gord look at a look at a Paul Byron even for Montreal 650 you know to score a goal we've seen him step up every now and then but in terms of the bigger guns tonight I'm gonna rock with Braden Point one more time even though he finally had the goal scoring streak snapped uh, in game seven uh, against the Islanders we'll rock with uh, Point one more time and for Montreal Suzuki, definitely looking at uh, in terms of him to score tonight. Caulfield, you got to ride with uh, Cole Caulfield right now with what you're seeing uh, from him. And the guy that I think maybe a little bit up and down in the Vegas series, but he has been obviously start to finish this year. You could probably say the best forward for this Montreal team. And I think he rises to the occasion here because he's been on this stage before, been there, done that. I'm looking at Tyler Toffoli for the Montreal Canadiens. Been to the Stanley Cup final multiple times. Won a Stanley Cup multiple times with the LA Kings. This is the kind of stage and setting that I think he thrives in. Tyler Toffoli tonight scores a goal for the Montreal Canadiens. That's probably my favorite goal scorer prop of the bunch tonight. Tyler Toffoli, Montreal Canadiens. Been there in the Stanley Cup final. Done that. And I think he shows you why tonight and throughout this series. I think he's going to be a good player to bet to score a point, to score a goal throughout this series. But I especially like Tyler Toffoli uh, to get on the scoreboard tonight for the Montreal Canadiens. These are the games where that Stanley Cup winning experience, I think, shines through. Uh, Alex, what do you think about game one, specifically here tonight, Montreal-Tampa Bay? Yeah, I know everybody's talking about the fact that Tampa Bay is coming off an emotional game seven, that it could be a little bit flat in this. Uh, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of momentum on the side of, of Montreal, the way they've been playing right now. But I could see where this might be more of a feeling out process in that first period. I'm staying away from anything side and total there. What I do like is the second period over. Uh, I cashed this a couple of times with Tampa Bay in the last series against the Islanders. And both these teams have great numbers with the second period going over one and a half. Montreal's 11 and five this postseason. Tampa Bay 10 and eight. Uh, Montreal also hit this at a 61% clip during the regular season. So, you know, Jimmy, you mentioned it, how these are two coaching staff that will make adjustments throughout the game, definitely in between intermissions. I think that'll be the case. We see this kind of be a, a bit of a feeling out process, not much of any scoring in the first. And then we see the scoring start to, to take off in the second period. So I like the second period over. That's the only play I have here. I feel like this might be a game where Tampa gets a, to squeak away with a 3-2 win. And if that is the case, then I'll be on. Montreal game two, I do feel that this will be a, a split here uh, in Tampa. But I like Tampa to get that momentum late 
and find a way to win this first game. So I'm going with the second period over one and a half. You can get that minus uh, anywhere between $1.25 and $1.30. Yeah, I mean, now that we're down to the final, you have to get creative. You know, the, the, these are tougher games. These are, you know, you got to look to find different angles that you can exploit. So I like what Alex is thinking. There's something a little different, something a little, you know, off the grid, so to speak. Second period over uh, one and a half. Uh, for uh, Alex here tonight uh, in game one. And, and that's what my plan is. You know, I just, I, I don't want, I think there's, this is going to be a split in the first two games as well, but I don't want to be, not take Montreal tonight thinking that it'll happen in game two. So my thought is, you know, take it tonight. If it loses, come back with it uh, in game two, and you'll still be profitable if indeed Montreal gets that split. Uh, that's definitely uh, the approach that I'm looking at. And I'll be mostly looking at props other than that, those two Montreal bets tonight. Like I said, to Foley, Aunt Suzuki, Caulfield for Tampa. I'm looking at point. I look at Yanni Gord again, maybe to score a goal. Uh, here's someone to keep an eye on. Like he is not the offensive force he was uh, many years ago in the Stanley Cup playoff runs for Tampa Bay. But I saw in Game Seven, Tyler Johnson had a bunch of chances. Mm. You know, keep your eye on Tyler Johnson. He was shooting the puck, he was starting to make become more of a presence uh, in the offensive zone. Keep your eye on him, and maybe if you see tonight, I haven't bet it before the game, but if you see tonight, he's got that same assertiveness offensively that we saw from him toward the end of that Islanders series. Maybe jump on a live goal score prop for him. But Tyler Johnson, starting to percolate again, so it wouldn't shock me to see him maybe find the back of the net at some point in this series. Jimmy, what are your thoughts on game one? Well, as far as the side goes, guys, I'm going to take the Habs. I like them to come in. I, I'm with you. I think they split there, but I think the Habs take the first one here, kind of catch them off guard a bit. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Habs on the money line there. I also like the Habs to come out and win the first period as well. Uh, and I'm going to do my old favorite there, the uh, three-way regulation first period. You get a lot more value there uh, if you take the Habs there to win the first period. And as far as goal props go, guys – oh, and I'm on the under as well. Um, but as goal props go, a guy that I – I don't know why. I just feel like it's you know it's experience. He's been there before. Um, he he's kind he's 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 kind of found his his fountain of youth again in the playoffs, and that's Eric Stahl. And you can get him at plus six hundred right now to score a goal. If Joe well Armia comes back, that's been one of the Habs' best lines in the playoffs. You put those guys back together, and even if he doesn't, I feel like maybe Stahl takes it upon himself to really carry that line without Amir there. So I like him on the half side, and another long shot on a gold prop just for fun. I'm doing these. I like uh, Sergachev. I mean, who wouldn't want to score against their whole old team that traded them away in the Stanley Cup final? He's also at a plus 600. So those are my two gold props just for fun. You know, I'm not saying go out and do that. I'm just saying if we're getting creative and having a little fun here, those are two guys I look at. Yeah, and, and Jstone Nine, one of our loyal, longtime Ice Guys uh, viewers and listeners in the chat, uh, has found a head-to-head -head goals prop. I believe it's for the series: Tyler Toffoli versus Nikita Kucherov, and you can get plus two hundred on Ooh. Tyler Toffoli. That is interesting. That's definitely something I'd yeah, be interested in. That that appeals to me because again, Kucherov, he can say all he wants. That's a smokescreen. That's all that is. It's a smokescreen saying he's not hurt. He's fine. He's not injured. Yeah. That's all that is. He's he's got something bothering him for sure. It's probably those ribs that again were the Mayfield uh, thing that happened the last round. So again, Kucherov, you don't know if he's under percent. So is he going to be under percent effective? And even if he's feeling effective, they're going to target him. I think, as Jimmy said, and and try to wear him down and, and make him you know really strain physically. And if he's strained physically in this series, he's going to have a tougher time finding that those goals, finding the back of the net. So yeah, we could have a live dog there in that head to head. Yeah. 
Tyler it's hard to shoot the puck with broken ribs. Yeah. And Toffoli <laughs> in the stage of the Stanley Cup final, you know he ain't going to blink. He's not good. Tyler Toffoli is the one guy I can count on for Montreal. Yeah, he's State. a money guy. I'd be shocked if he has a bad series. Like yep. he, he is a guy that shows up in these Stanley Cup finals. Just ask LA, you know, a few years ago with the Kings. So uh, that's a good one to look at. No question about that. Uh, uh, that uh, head-to-head Kucherov Toffoli uh, goal scorer prop. But uh, great stuff. Uh, we've given you every angle, series, game one, sides, totals, props. Uh, everything at our disposal. I will have a post on, like I'll post the Ice Guys card for tonight's game uh, and for our series bets as well on patreon.com slash iceguys. But I'll also post a few uh, extra props on Twitter uh, as well tonight, Apple Bano prior to game one. So uh, make sure you check that out. We'll, we'll have some fun with some props throughout uh, the Stanley Cup final, one game uh, to the next. Hey, it's the last series, the last NHL games of the season. Let's have some fun, right? Uh, and that's exactly what we're going to try to do. It should be a fun series, exciting one. Uh, we're definitely uh, looking forward to it. Uh, great stuff from Jimmy and Alex. We will get to our best bets in just a second. Before we do that, a reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. Great time of year. You know, we've still got NHL and NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball daily. Uh, Football season is right around the corner. We're going to have our first NFL preseason game in a little over a month. College football, not far behind after that. Uh, so great time of year to sign up uh, for DraftKings. Download the app. Sign up for an account. When you do, you'll get deposit bo- uh, bonuses, weekly specials, weekly incentives, and bet boosts. So download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code uh, THPN. Uh, all right, great stuff. Uh, we will get to best bets in just a second. Uh, yes, I will mention it. Yes, the Pub Sports Radio. I'm doing stuff there with NBA and MLB, uh, you know, daily. So if you if you like my hockey insight, uh, check me out on uh, Pub Sports Radio daily, seven days a week. We're doing baseball shows, NBA playoff shows. We're gonna have a lot of football stuff as well uh, when football season begins. Content, live shows. Uh, excited for, to be part of that uh, Pub Sports Radio. So you can check me out there on the Pub Sports Radio YouTube channel as well. All right, it is time for best bets uh, for this uh, game one of the Stanley Cup final, Montreal-Tampa Bay. Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bets? Yeah, we're going with the second period over one and a half goals, minus $1.25. Uh, like I said, you've been you know, seeing these cash more often with both of these teams, 10-8 and eight for Tampa Bay, 11-5 and five for Montreal. That's during the playoffs. I think we see teams make adjustments after a slower first period, and we'll definitely get at least two goals from both sides in that middle frame. So, Go with the Habs and Lightning. Second period over, one and a half. That's my best bet tonight. All right, there we go. Uh, second period over, one and a half. Best bet for Alex B. Smith. Jimmy Murphy, best bet. I'm going to go with the Habs and the money line. All Habs right, Montreal plus Montreal plus 180. Uh, I like it uh, for a uh, best bet for uh, Jimmy Murphy in this one. Uh, I'm going to go with, you know what, I'm going to, uh, Jimmy's got full game. I'll go first period. Uh, Montreal here plus 150 I actually think I like the first period a little bit more because I thought especially in game one uh, against the Islanders we saw Tampa Bay really get outplayed I think the shots were like 14 to 5 yep. or something yep. for the Islanders in that first period of game one uh, you have the quote from Stamkos like sometimes we you know we just need a game to get into a series uh, that bodes well for Montreal especially early in Montreal their best period in game one against Vegas was the first period they came out storming in that game so i think there's a chance montreal could have the lead going into the first intermission so uh, montreal first period plus 150 we'll go with that uh, for my best bet for game one tonight of the stanley cup final and that'll wrap up this edition of the ice guys we are on monday wednesday and thursday 
uh, this week at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. If you can't watch the show live on YouTube, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeart. You can find the podcast there. For Alex B. Smith and Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Enjoy Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final tonight, and we'll talk to you again on Wednesday, two days from now, at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, for Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final, right here on the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. 